Welcome to the Self-Kindness Podcast special episodes, Themes of Three. The Self-Kindness Podcast is the podcast that asks, what is self-kindness and is there anything that self-kindness can't help with in your life? These Themes of Three are based upon the themes that come up most often in my conversations with others around self-kindness. They include themes like safety, doubt, anger, calm, self-attack, alone, your opinion, messy, explaining, fun, wisdom, authentic self, obligation, disappointment, joy, other people's opinions, okayness, denying yourself, unempowered, connected, and of course, love. Hello, and welcome to another of the self-kindness mini-series, Themes of Three. Today, I'm going to break the rules, and we're going to do four themes, because we're getting towards the end of this mini-series as it's going, and wanted to get these in. So the themes for today are exhaustion, obligation, connected, and love, or connection and love. So, exhaustion obligation. My friend, if you are feeling exhausted, the first place to begin is to allow yourself to notice that it's there. And you might say, Pete, dude, I notice it's here. Like I'm at the bottom of the barrel and I just can't, like there's nothing left. I can't scrape anymore. The barrel, like I've scraped through, there's nothing there. I'm exhausted. And I hear that. I want to say what I mean by noticing it is to, for a moment, make it about not being exhausted anymore. Make it about not needing to do anything aside from just in this minute. Recognize the exhaustion. And you might say, well, okay, I did that. Now what? And I would say, well done. Well done for recognizing the exhaustion. And that little move of recognizing, that little bit of you being willing to sit in the exhaustion is different, my friend. It is different than the way that we have been taught how to deal with exhaustion, which is to, like, finish it, be done with it, get rid of it, kill it, get, like, throw it out the door. And you do that by doing things. You do that by getting rest. You do that by changing the situation. You do that by this, this, this. And those are all actions. Those are all more actions actions. Exhaustion doesn't come from being able to, you know, not do the right action or to action your way out of it. Like exhaustion comes from your inability to stop acting. Now you might say, yeah, but I have to do these things. And I hear that. And we're going to, we're just about to get into that next one of the obligation. 
My dad right now is a great example of this. He is a caretaker for my mom. And mom has, you know, pretty advanced Alzheimer's. And my dad, the man, is exhausted. And it's not from, it's, it's from this incessant doing over and over and over and again. Now, I can't, I can be a sideline quarterback in this case and, you know, give advice, but I can't step into the shoes of the person who is exhausted in that way. I can speak from my own experience when I was touring around the country and I had two little babies and we were driving, you know, six to eight hours a day to play music and we had Did I mention we had two little babies and they were waking up in the middle of the night and we were playing these festivals or these events that would go into, you know, late into the night, early into the morning the next day and then wake up and do it again. And then we were driving again. 14 months of that. That felt like exhaustion. So I have a context for exhaustion and you know, with my dad, with his role as a caretaker, with your role, wherever you might be with exhaustion, I still say, make some space for acknowledging and allowing the exhaustion. Now, again, this isn't a solution to being like, how do I end the exhaustion? That is a different part of our mind. That is a different place. But if we are only ever focused on trying to kill and get rid of exhaustion, we don't practice and grow the muscle of being with something as heavy as exhaustion. And guess what? Exhaustion shows up in our lives. And a lot of times it's coming from this place of obligation. Now, obligation is a sense of, you know, charge or duty that we put on to ourselves. No one else can put it on us. We can say that somebody else has put that on us. You know, I'm obligated to be a good parent for my children and you know, that obligation might lead me to being physically exhausted in this mental exhaustion. And yet what that does is it is separate from that place of being, that place of being willing to acknowledge and notice where does that sense of obligation show up? How does that either it is or isn't connected to being exhausted? And why I wanted to start off this podcast by talking about just acknowledging it is because that is the power of connection. Exhaustion, my friend, comes from when we have ignored and bowled over our own connection to our own physical being. It's when we have intentionally continued to bowl over our own mental exhaustion and connection to our own mental wisdom. We are getting the information all the time. Are we listening? Our brains are so powerful. Do you know this? Our brains are so powerful that they cannot, they can create scenarios that our body cannot tell the difference between if it's real or if it's not. That's how powerful it is. And so 
being connected, this power of connection is paramount in our lives, especially in a self-kindness practice. Connection is key, if you will, and it leads, it is the it is the main ingredient that drives love. Love is so much bigger than the definition that we have given it. And I am not even going to come close to be able to talk about love in a minute or two in this mini episode. But love exists in and is bigger and is the capacity to hold all of these other emotions and experiences that I've been talking about. Love is the connective tissue. Exhaustion is love. It's just a different experience of love, one that we tell ourselves we don't want. A sense of obligation is coming from love. It's just a, uh, you know, an action that we pull that connection out of and so it now it feels like it's uh, something I have to do rather than where it was originally riding and vibing and coming from and being drawn out of love 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 now you might be listening to this and you might be in the place where I was and that was a place where the word love for me had grown so stale and so um, bland that it didn't hold context for me. Because when you, or when I was experiencing a, you know, a depressive moments, months, years in my life, people would say to me, hey, you know, you just need to love yourself more, Pete. And so that felt too big. And so I said, eventually, after listening when I was exhausted and got still and I got connected, I heard in me something that said, well, kindness, you can do kindness. So give it a shot, my friend. Try kindness with exhaustion. Try kindness where you feel a sense of resentment around obligation and see how that might connect you to something a little bigger, maybe something like love. All right, love you. Give it a shot. So how's it going? How's it really going in your life, my friend? I mean, the way it's going underneath it all, beneath this ability that you have developed to appear like you've got your shit together. Right there. Are you okay? Or are you more feeling exhausted and frustrated or even sad, annoyed, anxious, stuck in a rut, angry? Being aware of and noticing that is happening in you doesn't mean there's something wrong. It means there is something ready. It means there is something ready in you that wants the very best for you. It means something is ready in you that wants to wrap you in kindness, wrap you in acceptance, and hold you in love. 
Now, you may not totally know how to do that. Lord knows it took me a long time and still is taking me a long time to understand how I can do that, how you can do that for you. But the good news is that you are noticing, and that means you're ready. So what to do from here? How do you not just like cover it up and then two weeks later, you're back into it? Here's what you do. You go about the work of finding out and creating safety, growing acceptance and building trust for you within you. My friends, that is loving self-kindness. These are the skills of self-kindness. These are the tools you can learn. Yes, you can learn it just like you learned how to not treat yourself this way. You can learn this so they show up when you need them most in your life. And right now, you can book a free consultation call with me. This is an hour-long conversation where you and I explore what does a loving self-kindness practice look like in your life? Where do you move in the time period, which is a six-month time frame from where you are now to the end of six months? Most of my clients say they don't even recognize the person that they've become. It is a 100% safe container where we discuss what it looks like for you. So go down to the show notes and click on the link to set up your consultation call today.